this is Mayanna Vernon, and you're listening to Giving God Glory Through Trauma Podcast. today they're suffering they're lost and the Lord oh this is weighing so heavy on my spirit but the Lord has just been constantly pressing in on my spirit to pray for our youth And more than to pray, because I truly believe that God is moving those that were once intercessors. That I I truly believe that he's moving us from being an intercessor to an answer. The youth today, all around the world, it's more than just covid The only thing that COVID did, honestly, was expose how confused the youth are. How the, you know, this generation has always had a lot of anger built up within them due to whatever maybe have, uh, you know, occurring in their household or, or even what's going on in the world um, the influence of the world and, and the events that happens in the world. But the only thing that COVID did, and, and I think, not to say that I thank God for COVID, um, that's not what I'm saying. But if anyone can kind of understand what I'm trying to say is that I don't know, you know, about any of you, but I know that for me, that throughout uh, this pandemic, the Lord has, oh my gosh, the Lord has revealed so much right so many things that were uh that people maybe thought were hidden and were never you know going to be exposed that there were a lot of people um exposed throughout this pandemic there's and still is it's it's you know more things are coming out but it's like everything that was even hidden even for the slightest bit is is the light there's a bright light being um showered down upon it and it's being revealed and and one of the things that the holy spirit has just been pressing in on my spirit is that this pandemic has exposed what was already there because when you expose something um it's something that was already there maybe there just wasn't um enough attention or maybe there wasn't uh, a light uh to be able to expose what was already there right so this is not this is for some of us it may seem like some of this is new but it's not and 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 the holy spirit has really been pressing in on me because there is so much oh my heart is is so heavy towards the youth and 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 it, it i know that it's it's heavy towards them because the Holy Spirit has taught me, because I never really understood why I always have 
it's, it's not even like a just a soft spot for the youth but it's more so my my heart uh cries out for the youth my spirit uh cries out for the youth and uh and I know that it's because um you know that's who I am called to you know for my time being on this earth um that is really where my anointing is is towards that's my perfect my purpose that the Lord has placed down on the inside of me is to reach out to the youth is to uh bring them back to God and uh my spirit my heart is just so heavy this morning um because there is just these you know these kids they have so much so many emotions going through them and and when i mean so many i mean like i see it uh every day uh you know when i work with kids their their emotions are up and down like one it's not even one day they're happy one day um you know they're upset about something no it's it's actually it's so um inconsistent and it's so easily moved that i could see someone in the morning time and they could be in somewhat of a good mood and within the next hour they're down you know so it's and the holy spirit has allowed me to see and to hear so many things um that have that is taking place in this generation now with with our youth um and it's it's more than disturbing it's for me it's more than disturbing because um my heart goes out to them so when i see that um it it actually it 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 just makes me want to pray for them even more it it makes me want to help them even more i you know i i really truly believe that um and i'm believing in god throughout this time and i'm truly believing that god is i believe that he's already um pouring out his spirit to the youth right now in the name of Jesus I really I, b- I believe that and I will continue to put my trust always in God but I really truly believe that the Lord is pouring down his spirit into the youth and my prayer for the youth today is that God will fill them with so much peace in their heart because there's so much I'm sorry my heart goes out for the youth there's so much animosity amongst these kids there's so much animosity and it's it's more than just the pandemic it's you know I don't know what these kids even have to deal with when that bell rings right when that last bell rings for them to go home and be dismissed i don't know what their home looks like right we don't know what their what that environment is so it's almost like if someone goes home to a ton of uh you know to a, a to an environment that's argumentative to an environment that's uh 
loud and um there's so much anger you know there's so much arousal of of just just yelling and just negativity i mean 10 out of 10 times if each and every child let's just say to give a percentage if there's um a hundred percent uh of kids that go to school if 50 percent of those kids uh when they go home if they have to deal with what i just described if there's a lot of anger a lot of you know um fights and negativity uh if they're going home to that environment if 50 percent of those kids are going home to that environment and then the next day they have to come back to school so now 50 percent of those kids it's not even where maybe uh before i know i used to say um when when, when i was younger uh when i kind of grew up um in in the same environment and for me and for my situation it wasn't it wasn't an everyday thing, but it was like every time on my way back home, you know, walking from school, I would always say to myself, well, I wonder what kind of environment I'm about to walk into today. Because it could either be a quiet one or it can either be an explosive one, right? So it was, I never really knew what I was walking into. Uh, and I know for me, I, I used to uh, actually say and and this is how I more than how I felt this is what I believed at that time was actually school for me when I was younger was actually my uh, my peaceful place you know school for me was was somewhere where I actually felt like man I can release um I can actually get away like I can see my friends like I can it's sports uh, for me as well, because I, I was heavy, uh, into sports because for me, that was like an avenue of escape from, uh, what it is that I was experiencing at home. So the more sports that I played, the more I wasn't home, the more I was in school, the more I was, you know, at track meets that normally we didn't get back home till like 11 o'clock midnight sometimes, you know? So, the more sports that I did, <clears throat> the more time I wasn't home. <clears throat> but um, things have shifted, though. As time has went on, and I see this generation, so to go back to the percentage that I gave, if 50% of kids are, are going through, let's just say, what I have experienced, where they didn't even know what kind of environment they were walking into, you know, on a particular day, but if 50% of those kids are dealing with that, which is a huge percentage out of 100%, <clears throat> by the way, because that's half of the school, now you have, now look at it as school for them is actually a place where they view it as, you know what, since there's no peace here as well, since since there's no yeah, they may see them. They, they may see their friends when they go to school, but there's still no peace. And because they feel like, well, man, I can't find peace nowhere. So now, for that fifty percent, they see both school and whatever they consider to be their homes as places where they're as, as places where they release 
all of the confusion and all of the emotions that they have. And actually, for many of those kids, home can't home may not even be a place where they can release all of that, you know, or or where they feel like um, they could get all that out because uh, maybe they're the ones um, with, you know, that are involved in the abuse. So maybe there's there's some fear there, you know, to man, if I speak up, man, if I if I act out, if I do something, you know, like I'm something's someone's going to harm me. Something's going to happen. So, you know, I wait till I get to school and you know what? I'm going to take it out on somebody today right and and because the lord has literally allowed me to see this is how a lot of them operate right it's it's like it's it's a toxic it's a toxic mindset but more than toxic it's um they they need help i mean that that's what it comes down to they need help they need for someone to come into their lives to teach them the answer is not with your fist. And I know like all, you know, like even sayings like that, uh, it's well saying is, is, is actually, it's, it's a true saying, but even stuff like that, like I even heard, of course, like when I was younger and I heard like, you know, even before I was even born, like that saying was always around, but even more so it's like some of those sayings we even have, we may have to go back to as, as adults um, and as those that are are an influence to the youth we we may even have to go back to those sayings of you know like the answer is is, is not with our fist and 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 um you know the answer is not in fighting and all this because they have for some of them they have forgotten it and for a lot of for others they were not taught that so whereas yeah like when I was younger you know and I, yes I heard that so many times you know, fighting is not the answer. Like I was, I constantly, sorry, that was, you know, a constant thing that I heard, but put yourself in the shoes of this generation. And I, I, I don't really hear none of that stuff, you know, especially in social media and stuff like that. I don't hear any of that stuff anymore. So they're not even going in, in a mindset like, man, fighting is wrong the way that they view fighting now is like, yo, it's survival of the fittest. You know, it's, this is what I got to do. Like you, like it's so, oh my gosh, the Holy Spirit is so amazing because you can, if you just, if we just all took a step back, right. And not even just the youth, I'm just talking about in general, in general, if we just all took a step back from our own lives and we literally watched the lives of others, the Holy Spirit, you know, if you are in tune, if you are someone who is in tune and, and you have a very close relationship with God and, and you, the Holy Spirit has given you discernment, if you just take the step back to even look at someone else's life, and I don't mean look to be nosy, I mean like look to really see like, man, you know, let me, let me, let me, let me take a step back from my problems, my issues real quick, and let me just... Let me just watch because other people got issues too. So, let, let you know, let me help someone today or let me just observe someone today to see where I can help them. If we literally were to all to do that, how amazed we would all be and honestly, how much we would learn. Like, I don't even have to be all in these kids business. I can watch how they move. I watch how they talk. Not even not even what they say. 
like yes a lot of the times like I'm constantly telling them to watch their language and stuff but even beyond that I watch their their body language I, I watch even their tone of voice and they're saying so much without saying it if if if, if anyone can kind of relate to what I'm saying you know and and that's why I said that it goes the same um I'm just using the example of course uh for the youth but that just goes for any any relationship that you have any friendship any marriage uh any uh parental you know relationship mother daughter father daughter mother son father son you know any relationship any anything um or anyone that you encounter that you talk to on a daily basis any relationship that you have in your lives um it's quite amazing to see how much or how many things um, people are saying without saying it. And it's in so much. It's in the body language. It's in their tone. And, and a lot of the times, it's even in the way that they fight. Like, I, I know it, it, that that itself, it may sound crazy at first, but if you've ever seen <clears throat> kids fight, like actual like physical like fits, fist fights and stuff like that like you can even see all the hurt and all the pain it's like that it's pouring out of them in that time or even when they argue amongst each other if there's like a, a, a argument amongst each like you can see the pain like they're crying out without even doing it and and my heart just is is so heavy because like the you know the lord woke me up early this morning okay emphasis on early <laughs> early this morning um around like 5:30 and i i was you know doing my my well, i don't even want to say daily my morning just devotional when i just wake up and i just give him thanks but that was interrupted this morning and that's how I knew that the Holy Spirit was pressing uh in my heart to to speak out and the Holy Spirit was like pressing in my heart as to what I should pray for um as to who I should be interceding on because I just I woke up this morning and and the Holy Spirit was just showing me like I was literally having visions um very disturbing ones too very violent ones but it was visions of like fights like fights happening fights breaking out in schools like and it was like one after the other like one it was a girl and a girl like you know two girls fighting and then the next one it was like a boy and a boy like it was just like different visions but and I say it was disturbing because and it was so violent because like I have, like I said, the Lord has has given me an anointing for the youth. So my heart is always, it's softened softened towards, well, I'm not going to say towards everyone, but shall I say more so, my heart is is steered more so to be softened towards the youth even more. But not to say that it's not softened to, to everyone else, but even more so I have, my heart goes out for them. And I will continue to to pray over them, and I will continue, Lord Jesus, to to allow, uh, you know, the Lord to to use me as a as a vessel, the vessel that I am, to finally help 
this youth, uh, not even to finally to to continue to help the youth. But he was just showing me these. And, and I, at first I was confused. I was like, wait, OK, so are you trying to tell me like that there's going to, you know, fights going to happen today or like fights? S plural are going to, you know, break out today. But then I was like, wait, no, no. And I was saying, no, no, because I, I'm going to speak over whatever I just saw. And I'm going to declare that, no, there's not going to be any fights between today and tomorrow, that there's is going to be peaceful days today and tomorrow, and that these kids are going to go into the weekend and there, there's not going to be no fights. There's not going to be no animosity. And I'm speaking that this morning, but then I'm like, uh, I don't. And then I'm just thinking about situations that I know have happened this week, literally, where there has been fights, like breakouts of fights, not not even against, you know, one on one, like, no, like group fights, like, you know, like of several people all at once. And then I was just like, okay, God, let me let me start to pray over this. And I'm praying about it. And it's just so heavy on my spirit. We we have to. We have to understand because even for those that aren't called, you know, because some people may say, well, you know, the youth, I just don't have no patience for. And 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 let me let me start off by saying this, that statement alone, that is a lie from the pits of hell. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to flat out say that the reason why I'm going to say that is, first of all, any patience that we do have or shall I say the lack thereof. You ask God to give you patience. And yes, a lot of the times he, he may place us in, in, in situations where, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable or and or actually he may place us in situations where, um, yes, it's going to be frustrating. So he may say, OK, you, you praying and you pressing in and you asking for peace, for patience. OK, so my child, I'm going to place you in an environment where it's going to stretch you. I'm going to place you in an environment where you're going to grow, where you're going to learn how to be patient, whether that be, okay, I'm going to literally place you in the midst of children where you have to work with children or, or I'm going to place you in just a workspace where you have to work with adults, adults whom, because like I said, it doesn't matter if you're a child or an adult, there still can be a a lack of patience for both. So it's, it's, you know, so it's not really like, a, um, it's not really like, a, oh, with children, I just need more patience. But that, that saying, like, I rebuke that. And, and that's a lie straight from the pits of hell, because that's, that's almost like saying, okay, well, you know, I don't have, I don't have no patience for them. So you know what, I'm just like, I'm gonna just let them do them. I'm going to just let them do their thing because I don't got the patience to keep telling them to sit down. I don't got the patience to keep, you know, uh, or, or to even try to attempt to discipline them. No, that that's that's the mindset that the enemy wants us to have. Right. That's the mindset that the enemy wants us to um, to attribute. He wants us to think that way so we can, so it makes it easier. Like, it's almost like giving us a pass. It's almost like uh, pretty much giving us an excuse as to why 
we don't want nothing to do with the youth because that's that's what it comes down to when when you say things like that you know when people say things like that like yo i have no patience for this child or for this kid or for these or for these kids or whatever the case may be or i have no patience to work in a school you don't know what you're capable of because our strength comes from god and god says ask whatever it is and he'll give it to us willingly and freely so if you ask god you know wherever it is that you are Father, please give me patience to, 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 to speak to this person. Father, please give me patience to work with this person, whether it be a kid or an adult. But either way, and, and here's the thing. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Where we fail. So, so this is where the failure comes from, right? This is because we're, we're not perfect. We all fall short. No one is perfect except for Jesus. So we all fall short. We're all going to fail. We're all going to stump our heads. We're all going to trip over things but it's about of course getting up not just staying down but here's here here's where here's where we go wrong a lot of the times is that when when we try to operate in our own strength when we try to operate with our own wisdom and knowledge of course, every single time we're always going to fail. And that's where the that's where the issue comes from. It's not a matter of, oh, I don't have patience for this person, you know, or I don't have patience for this child. I don't have patience for the youth. It's not a matter of that. That's not true. The truth of the matter is the reason why you may not have any patience right now, currently at this very present time is because you have not surrendered to the Lord. Because wherever God has called us, his provision, his protection, his peace, it should already, it, it, it not should, it is already there. And I'm going to say should, yes, it should already be there. God didn't say that where we're called to, that there's not going to be uh, struggles, that it's not, God didn't promise that it would be easy. No, there's going to be days where, yeah, we may feel a little frustrated, but that's why God's peace is put in place. That's why God's unexplainable joy is put in place for those trials and tribulations, right? For those situations, that those tough situations. But here's where we have gone wrong, especially with our youth, is because we viewed it as, man, I don't, I don't have no patience for this child. So you know what I'm going to do? Like, I'm going to like low-key give up on them, but I'm going to use this as an excuse as to why like, I feel like I can't work with them. I'm telling you, wherever it is that God has called you, even if it, that's why I said, even if it's not too necessarily, even if you're not specifically called to work or, or, or to, um, your purpose is not working with kids or, or, you know, helping the youth to say that statement though, is still false because wherever God has called you, God will give you the peace to do it. But God right high emphasis on god will give it to you god will place that within you it's not gonna come overnight no no it's peace peace does not come overnight right like being able to um have patience and and gentleness and kindness and meekness like the fruits of the spirit that doesn't come overnight God does an amazing work within us, but like, 
key word work god does a work within us and as god's doing the work god is doing the work through us so now we're doing the work in his name it's not easy we're going to fall short we're going to fail right we're going to make mistakes we may not have a you know the best days every day but that's the whole point of working. But if we're working in the spirit, if we're allowing the Holy Spirit to work in us, the fruits of the spirit don't just come. They don't just come like that. Like after one prayer. All right. Thank you, Jesus. I got full gentleness inside of me. No. <laughs> A lot of the times God is going to stretch us. He's going to place us in situations. He's going to place us among the people, whether if we're called to them or not, he's going to place us in different environments. He's going to place us and give us different tasks and assignments that are honestly going to, it's going to be like as if we were in school. It's going to stretch us. Right? We're, we're going to be stretched. But let us all, like my prayer is that we all be delivered and released like if we've ever said that like oh man i just don't have patience for this person like nah i can't i can't work with this person i don't have no patience that's because you have not surrendered yet fully to god you have not surrendered fully to god if you say like man i can't work with this person man i can't talk to this person they just they, they're not hearing me and even sometimes that may be the case sometimes people may not hear you but you we cannot be so quick to give up on each other we cannot be so quick to give up on each other especially our youth and and, and let me say this because there's been plenty of times where i've had to ask god to forgive me because i've i've been there i've been there i've done that where i was like you know what lord i'm done like I know you call me to to work with this child or you call me to work with, with with these children but you know what I'm done I'm tired I'm frustrated and a lot of the times the Lord had to correct me and convict me and was like yo first of all I have never given up on you and and that's if you ever get to that place always remember that God has never given up on you right even for some of us, depending on where we are um, in our walk, in our journey with God, uh, when we were living deeply in our sin, when we were living like for the completely for the world, where way before we gave our lives over to Christ, way before we surrendered, all of that, when we were just living for ourselves, sort of say, and for the world, like God wasn't like, you know what, yo, there's there's no hope. There's no hope for this child. So you know what? I'ma just I'ma step back. I'ma walk away. Because you know what? I can't deal with her. Like I tried, I tried to show her love. I tried to show him love. I, you know what? I, I I'm trying to help this person out. But you know what? Like, can you imagine if, if every time we did something, God was like, you know what? I'm 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 good. I'm cool. I think I think I'ma I'ma let you I'ma let you do you. And I'm just I'ma walk away because I can't deal with this. First of all, we would all be dead. We would all be dead. And it's not funny, but if you really truly think about it, like how how disturbing that would be if if every time we messed up, God literally gave up on us. We would literally would not be here. There would be no chances. There would be none of that. We would not be here. So we have to think about it as man. First of all, we're still, we're never perfect. So even the mistakes that we make now, even while we're in Christ, God still never gives up on us, right? Those silly mistakes, right? Because we still, like I said, we still fall short. 
So there may be things that come out of my mouth now that I'm not proud of that the Lord convicts me of and I have to go back. And not only do I have to confess and ask God for forgiveness, but but a lot of the times I have to go back to that person and ask them to forgive me for what it is that I've said or for what it is that I've done. But we cannot be so quick to give up on each other because God never gives up on us. You got to you got to like you literally have to put it in this perspective. Man, if I could only see God's face every time that I mess up, God probably got his his hand on his head every time. Like, Lord Jesus, calling on himself, right? Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> you know, like um, this child. And I, I know I know for a fact that his words, even even if that were to happen, if he got to always put his 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 uh, hand on his head and breathe in and breathe out. But it'll go, you know what? But that's my child. And I care about my child. And anything that con- anything that concerns my child, I care about. And that's okay. Because you know what? They, they don't see themselves right now. But right now, I'm looking at a masterpiece. Right now, I'm looking at a finished work. So that's, we have to just be reminded of that. Don't be so quick to give up on each other. And don't give up on yourselves. Don't give up on this youth. Even more so, don't give up on this youth. Because whether if you work with them or not, you may even uh, just encounter them. Like you may not even, it may not be that your profession or your career or whatever, or your business, you know, it may not even be that you necessarily work with kids on a day-to-day basis. But you never know the encounters that God will bring into your life. God will bring, he will make sure that you have, right, a life-changing, a transformational uh, encounter. That's why always be ready. Always be ready. Ask the Lord to always prepare you because you never know. It may be that one day where you're like during your lunch break, you, you head into the bodega, you know, you head into the supermarket, wherever you're going to get your lunch, <laughs> or, you know, or wherever you're going, wherever may be your little lunch area, your lunch space. You never know what kid may stumble upon you that day and look at you and go, hello. Or who knows? They may not even speak. You may look at them, right? And they may have their heads down and just one, one bit of kind words. Hello, how are you doing today? You doing good? Yeah. Like you, you, you just, you never know, right? The opportunities that God will place in front of you, the opportunities that God will allow us to have. So let's not know more. Let's not use the excuse of, oh, well, I just don't have patience. I just, I can't do it. Yeah, we cannot do it in our own strength. So it's time for us to let go of, of, of what it is that we've ever uh, known. It's time for us to let go, even of the way that we've handled things. We got to let go of that. We got to stop trying to handle things on our own and we got to give it to God. This is our time to surrender to God because more so this youth, they need to know who God is. And the amazing thing that the Holy Spirit has actually revealed to me is they know of God. This generation, oh, they know of God. They know of God. I, I hear them all the time. Oh, I'm a child of God. But the thing is, they don't they don't know what that means just yet. Right. So they have um, a, a, a somewhat of a foreknowledge of God, but they don't know who God is yet for themselves. So right now, they're some of them 
are operating with a foreknowledge of, oh, well, you know, you know, for some of them that still have praying grandmothers and praying mothers and praying fathers. Oh, you know, like, you know, when I when I spend a weekend with my grandmother, like normally like she'd be praying and, you know, she'd be like reading the Bible or she'll go to church or sometimes she'll bring me or she won't. So they have a foreknowledge of who God is, of who uh, Jesus is, you know, but there's they still don't know who who God is for themselves. And my prayer and, and this is what I'm believing and this is what I'm pressing in for. And this is what I'm trusting that God uh, not only will do, because I believe that he's already started to do it, that he is raising up kingdom men and kingdom women, literally that he's raising up earthly shepherds to bring his children back to him. Because these children, they're hurting. Our youth, they are hurting. They are screaming. They're, literally, their souls are crying out for God silently, right? We can't hear it. But a lot of the times I, I, I hear it even just even in their walk, how they walk, how they um, present themselves in the room. Like they're screaming out. Their, their spirits are screaming out for God. They're yearning for peace. They're yearning for encouragement. They're yearning for that love and that nurturing that some of them may not get when they go home. Just a simple encouragement, a simple saying of, I'm proud of you. Wow, you passed that quiz. That's so awesome. I'm so proud of you. I always knew you could do it. Like that may seem simple to us. But man, we don't even understand how in this generation, how much that would actually mean how much that would actually impact these children. Wow, I'm so proud of you. Wow, look at what you've done. Wow, you know what, today, as a matter of fact, I didn't even hear not one curse word come out your mouth. I'm proud of you. Like, literally, just things that may seem simple to us mean so much to them. Even just saying, you know what? Is it okay? Can I can I sit with you? You you sitting by yourself? You don't mind? Can I just sit with you? You know? Would you like to? I, you know? I see that you're going through something. I don't want to be all up in your business, but you know, I'm always here. You know, if you want to talk, or even if you just need someone, even if you just need an ear, if you need an ear lended to you today, don't don't feel feel bad or anything, but reach out to me. I'm here to listen, even if you don't want me to say nothing, even if you just want me to just sit here and listen so you can vent, so you can get out whatever it is that's inside out, but out in a healthy way, not out in fighting, not out in cursing or arguing, not out in TikToks, right? Because this generation, not trying to act like there's nothing going on and then, all right, I'm just going to post a video on TikTok of me doing this new challenge, even though there's so many challenges that I face when I go home, Right? So let's uplift our youth. You don't have to be called to the youth to do so. You don't have to be called to even, you don't even have to be called specifically to the youth to pray for them. Pray for a child, somebody that you know, right? Pray for a teenager that you know. It could be someone in your own family, a cousin, a niece, nephew, second cousin, third cousin removed like somebody that you know pray but pray for them 
right? Just it, it it's nothing to intercede on, on behalf of someone. We're always so quick to to pray, even um, for ourselves, which we should, of course. But maybe within that prayer, incorporate incorporate someone else, incorporate someone else's problems, and bring them to to God, who we know will not only take those problems, but he already knows that the issues and the problems that we go through before we even go through them. So let's no longer, let's, let's start off by no longer using the excuse of, well, I have no patience. I just can't help them. Every time I try to help them, they don't listen. They may not get it the first, first 50 times even, because I'm going to even go as far in saying that. You could feel like what you're saying is you, you could feel like, man, I just keep repeating myself every day. And you know what? I'm tired. No, you know what? You keep on pressing in. You keep on repeating yourself. For some of the youth, I know I've heard, oh, like, you know, why you got to keep bothering me? Why you keep pestering me? But the thing is, because I care. And if I didn't care, I wouldn't say nothing. And that's what people do when they don't care. Right. They use the excuse of, you know what? I've said this 50 different times and I'm not saying it again. But no, if I got to say it 100 times a day, if I got to say it 100 times a day and be exhausted, I'm going to continue to keep being annoying because you know what? Annoying means that I love you. Annoying means that I care about you. Annoying means that I'm going to be your brother's keeper and I'm not going to watch you walk down uh, the path of ruin or destruction. I'm not going to watch you walk down a path of anger and wrath when that's not even who God called you to be. So you know what? Let me be annoying to you. But it's going to show you that I love you. It's going to show you that I care. And you know what? For the day, because there will be a day that will come where I will take my last breath. And if that, that child, if that boy or that girl may still be here, that I pray that they remember all those times where all those things that I've said that was repetitive all those things that I said a hundred times all the advice that I gave all the wisdom that I shared with them that it all comes back to them a hundredfold and that they pass that wisdom down down to to their kids and then to their children their children's children passes them down that's how generational cycles are broken but and and it's just so amazing because the Holy Spirit just brought this back to me I was having a, a conversation most recently with my sister in Christ. Um, and as we were talking, you know, because we're, it's so amazing how the Lord works because we're both, um, like, even though we don't talk very often, like, we literally do not, like, our phone calls would be like maybe every two months. <laughs> like, I'm not even exaggerating. Um, we'll text like here and there, but it's not on a daily basis. But that's how I know that she's definitely uh, God sent and she's uh, my sister in Christ because every time that, because we don't have to talk all the time, but every time that we come together, oh my gosh, I know that God is in the midst, right? I know that God is in the midst because every time that we come together, it's either something that she's been through or something that I've been through or something that we've both been through that has either like it has taught us the same lesson or maybe there was a lesson that she learned that maybe I didn't get a chance to learn yet so now she's sharing what she learned with me that's actually helping me um with my breakthrough or that's helping me you know to overcome whatever it is that I'm going through and I'm facing and vice versa so it's so amazing whenever we come together the Holy Spirit is deeply in the in the mix in our conversations it's so powerful um and it's so amazing because some of the things that we were both going through uh was similar and a lot of those things were breaking those um was you know kind of 
breaking those cycles within our our family like breaking those cycles of shutting down breaking those cycles of of um not being able to uh, communicate with each other um in a healthy manner meaning like not just walking away knowing that there's an issue on the table and just leaving it on the table to rot and to decay and trying to walk past it and you know all these cycles all these things within our family that that god has called us to break and it's so amazing because as we were talking um you know she was saying how you know how tough it is for her to um almost remember who god has called her to be um meaning like for her meaning like the way that we used to respond or the way that we've seen our family respond in the past we're called to break those things so we're over here we're sitting here talking and i'm like yeah man it's hard for me too like like because there's times where you know i'm tempted to like shut down and shutting down like i said is one of those things that god has called us to break it's not for us to shut down but yes we can say to each other you know right now you know maybe this is not the best time for me to talk can i just give me like five, 10 minutes, an hour or so to, to calm down. And then can we come back together to talk about this in a calm manner, as opposed to, you know what, forget it. I'm going to just leave out the house and then boom, we don't talk for like two, three days. And then we come back, act like, Hey, like nothing ever happened. No, <laughs> but you know, those are just some of the things that we're called to break. So it's so amazing. Cause as we're talking and I'm like, man, like it's just, it's difficult, it's hard. And then the Holy spirit, like, just it is so amazing because it wasn't even nothing like crazy like it wasn't nothing like it was amazing of course because the holy spirit just reminded me but it it wasn't even anything like hard to think about but the holy spirit just literally reminded me um and nudged me and was like the reason why it's so hard for for those that are called to be generational cycle breakers is because we're called we're breaking things like meaning we're breaking habits right we're breaking mindsets we're breaking thought patterns we're breaking like uh the this communication that that used to be accepted that that used to um kind of almost be normal like we're breaking that god is 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 forming is is literally giving us um we're we're creating kingdom agendas now like the way we handle situations is kingdom you know the way that we talk to others it is kingdom no matter who it may be it could be a family member it could be a stranger the way that we even express how we feel to one another is kingdom like we're not doing it no more we're not operating anymore in the flesh like yes we're we're still not perfect perfect so yes there may be times where we slip up where we make mistakes where we may say something that that was not nice that was not of god and stuff like that that's but the thing is it when you're a generational cycle cycle breaker the cycle ends with you meaning you know the cycle would end with you literally so that means you are called to break it so that means that before god places um you or sometimes it you could be already in a marriage, but a lot of the times um, he's raising up, you know, kingdom uh, men and women that before the kids even come right before we get married, before we have a family, we have to the whole point of being a cycle breaker is to break it before the kids come. So that way, when the kids come, they don't even have to they don't they won't even know what that they may know. Uh, you know what it is that mommy and daddy had to break but they won't have to be um worrying about oh man well some of it has trickled down on me no 
as generational cycle breakers, we are to break it. We are to shatter it. We are to destroy it. So that way when our children come and our children, children and generations to come, they won't ever have to face. They won't ever even have to get a glimpse. They won't ever even have to get a taste of, of some of the things that we have to go through. But we're going through all of these things. We're, we're going through, honestly, a lot of um, uncomfortability. Like, you know, like we're put in a lot of um uncomfortable situations a lot of situations where wow we normally wouldn't respond this way but okay holy spirit have your way because i normally honestly probably would have flipped out on so and so but you know what abba father that's what you're having me to break so i'm not i there's 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 no going back once once we are um children of god and once we have already accepted, not even accepted, once we have answered to the calling that is on our lives that we have surrendered to God, there's no going back. There's no going back. We can never be who we who we used to be. And I thank God for that. And and that just came that just came to me. So I thank you, Holy Spirit. So a lot of the times, even with that saying of man, like, um, you know, I just don't have no patience for this person. Don't the reason why I'm pressing even more so on don't give up on on each other and don't give up on our youth today because we are called many are called right few are chosen we are called to break those cycles and the few that are chosen part meaning like there will there will only be a select few of people that will answer that calling so there will only be a select few of people that will be chosen to go out into the nations and to break generational uh, cycles all over this world. So many are called to that. There's many that are called to step up and to be kingdom warriors, right? But only a few of them are going to be chosen because only a few of them are going to fully surrender and give their lives over to Christ and say, okay, God, use me for your will. And if this is your will for my life, if this is your will for me to be a world changer and an atmosphere shifter and a generational cycle breaker, then father use me no matter how much pain, no matter how much persecution, no matter how much trials and tribulations that I face, as long as I'm facing them and I'm going through them in your name, Jesus, father use me. And I, I pray that our prayers start to shift to father. Here I am, Lord, send me that, that we will start to become uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ we will start to become um, eager when, when God is looking, right? When God is looking for a vessel, when God is looking for someone to use to bring glory to his kingdom, that no longer will we become hesitant and sink down in our seats. But rather we will raise not one, but both of our hands and go, you know what, Abba Father, I'll be honest with you. I don't even know what I'm saying yes to. Meaning, meaning what I mean by that is I don't even know the persecutions or the, or the, the problems that I may even have to face about what I'm about to say yes to. But you know what, Father, I want to be, I want to live a purpose driven life. So you know what, I'm going to put up both of my hands and I want to show you, Abba Father, that I don't know, Lord Jesus, what it is that you're preparing me for, but I know that whatever it is heavenly father that it's a good work and it's a good work for the kingdom so you know what father i'm raising my hand and i'm saying here i am lord send me father i don't know where you're gonna send me i don't know what it may look like when i get there i don't know what environment you're placing me in but one thing that i know father is that the anointing that you've placed down on the inside of me to be a world changer to be an atmosphere shifter to be a generational cycle cycle breaker heavenly father that i know lord jesus that you have and you are equipping me lord jesus father to be able to do a good work to be able lord jesus to go out 
into the nations, Abba Father, to make an impact in the lives of our youth today. All right, so let's let's no longer use the excuse or even believe that lie. Let it no more. Let it never honestly come out of our mouths and let that be our prayer, Father. Shift my attitude. Right? Like let our prayers be shift my attitude, Father, that I I don't I'm not just looking at my problems and going, "Well, you know what? Let them fend for themselves." Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, but let our 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 attitude shift towards the the problems and the needs of others because honestly our purpose is to serve we are servants at the end of the day we are servants at the end of the day the gifts the talents the abilities that the lord has placed down on the inside of us it is for us to give it away God didn't give us those gifts so we can enjoy it for ourselves. God doesn't give us revelations when, when we're reading his word or, or sometimes if we're just driving one day and we just get a revelation. Like we don't just get it for the sake of saying, oh, thank you, Lord. I'm satisfied and I'm good. And all right, I'm just keep it to myself. No, God gives us these things. God equips us with these things to go out and to live a purpose driven life of 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 servanthood. To live a purpose-driven life, being a servant, giving, giving away the gifts that God has placed within us. And then at the end of the day, right, when we come back to our homes or wherever it may be, God replenishes us again for the next day to be able to go out and to do it again. But let, let our prayers be God shift my attitude, but more so, Father, let it be an outpouring of your spirit, Father, upon the youth today. Let it be an outpouring of your spirit among the youth today, Father. Father, please, Lord Jesus. So let's all remember that our purpose is to serve. Our purpose is to give the gifts that the Lord has given us away. And let us never give up on this youth today. They need Jesus more than ever, the same as we do. But let us encourage our youth. Let us intercede on behalf of our youth. And let our prayers be God, move me from just being an intercessor to an answer that I may bring impactful change, that I may bring healing, nurturing, and love and encouragement back to our youth today. Stay encouraged, stay blessed, and I love you all. This is Mayanna Vernon, and you're listening to Giving God Glory Through Trauma Podcast. What's up, family? It's your girl, your sister, your nephew, your third cousin removed, 65th nephew removed, whatever. Hello, you guys. As I mentioned before in the previous episodes, we are a family. And this is actually so funny and amazing at the same time. The fact that I'm even um, sharing this and the fact that I'm even saying this with you guys, because for so long, um, what the enemy wants, he wants us to be separated. He wants us to be isolated. But rather, we don't realize that when two or three are joined together, God is in the midst. So the opposite 
of what the enemy wants is the kingdom agenda and part of the kingdom agenda is community so you guys i really would love to just hear from you whether if you feel moved to share your testimony to share a story to even just share about what god is doing in your life um even if it's to confess your sins i mean the bible says confess your sins one you to another so i mean whatever it is you you want to talk about whatever it is you feel led in your heart to share i want this to be a family and i want this to be a community where it of course is a non-judgment zone but at the same time it is a honestly just a community of love uh god is love so if god is in the mist then love should be in the mist it, you know acceptance should be in, in the mist and i and it, what I mean by acceptance is I mean just accepting the fact that, okay, we've all made mistakes, but by the grace of God, we are still here today to share our story. So guys, please, please, fam, follow the Giving God Glory Through Trauma podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram at GGGTT underscore podcast. And also follow the ministry page at Giving God Glory Through Trauma. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. I cannot wait to connect with you guys. And remember what I said, the enemy wants isolation, but God's foundation is built on community. I love you guys, and I can't wait to hear from you all.